Welcome to the Bad Movie Night Podcast. This is episode 45 of the podcast. I am Aaron Vaccaro, and with me as always... Nosley, hi. <laughs> Jeff, hey. <laughs> uh, so on this episode of the podcast, we are, of course, going to be reviewing the seminal classic of our youth, of our city blues. Seminal. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. I like that. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to be, in our trailer trash segment, we're going to be looking at Nazi's favorite movie of all time, Nine Lives. <laughs> and, Soon to be. And that will lead us into a discussion of the best of the worst people to animal movies, or talking animal movies, rather. Uh, probably because that's just easier to, for us to have done There's our research on. people morphing into things movies. Right, right. And, uh, but first things first, if you want to contact us, you can email us at podcast at badmovienight.com. That's N-I-T-E dot com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at badmovienight.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash badmovienight.com. All right. Yeah. So. Hmm. Anybody see any movies worth talking about? Recent movies? Yeah. You want recent? <laughs> I, I mean... Is that okay? Yeah. I can do recent. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Go for it. Um, I did see Warcraft. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. I heard it was really, really You bad. were the one. Okay. Okay. I, you I were the one that wasn't in China. That's uh, cause well, that's, like China like, busted oh, lots of nuts it? over it. Yeah. It's made Chinese. more um, internationally than I think any other yeah. movie. It's like What? It's made like four or five hundred million internationally, like or like one, or maybe here, if one. One million? One hundred million. Oh wow! Uh, if that, that's so. still a lot more than I. Oh, thought it's it. yeah, it's it's fine. Okay, so the there's no reason for anyone to see it who has zero interest or has never played a Warcraft game. Okay, fair it's enough. pure fan service. Okay, and it's not poorly done, really. I mean, there's. Uh, I think Ben Foster's extremely wasted. I think the story could have been... <laughs> I had no idea he was even Who's in Ben that Foster? Movie. Ben, what? Who is Ben Foster? Uh, hey. Oh! Yeah, Ben like, Foster. 310 to Yuma and, uh, like, yeah, 30 Alpha Days of Night. Oh, yeah, 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 really? Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he's an excellent actor. They, uh, they don't advertise him at he all was in not the promos. Yeah, he wasn't in any of the promos, which, which leads me to believe either he didn't want it to be promoted or they just didn't care. Not a good sign. <laughs> not a good sign. <laughs> So, I mean, the story's pretty basic, and, you, you know, the orc, orc's world is dying. They cross over into the human world to, to live there and basically, you know, take over. They, they want to destroy it. And so I guess the orcs kind of figure out that one of the guy who's leading them is really evil, and they need the human's help to kind of take him over. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not a very complex plot, which is fine. It, it, it's, it, it's visually really well done. Visually, I was like... The, the whole, like, thing talking about, um, what's her name, uh, the girl who plays the half-orc, about how she has, like, she's You're barking really... up the wrong tree with yeah, us if you're I, trying I, to have us tell you I, I can't remember. The, um, anyway. You can't see the way I'm looking at Jeff right now, but imagine <laughs> the sound of, duh. She plays <laughs> the dog that just is constantly... She plays Jerome. You'll know the actress's name. It's, she is... Paula Patton? That's right. Paula Patton. She sucks. So the, they were harping on the fact that she is the only, like, non-CGI... <laughs> 
orc. She's half orc, oh. and that she has like prosthetic teeth and she sounds garbly. But every 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 <laughs> every orc in the movie, their voice is affected, so it wasn't any different for me. Hmm. It, it was a solid, okay film. It's pure. It's definitely watchable. I definitely want to watch it again on Blu-ray and just. And see it like again, like maybe an ultimate. Every day, yeah, not every day, but like see like (laughs) every other day. Because any any movie like this, you know, there's a lot changed or cut, and I guarantee there'll be an ultimate edition with more footage, and that would be great to see. Um, Because, yeah, it's okay. It's definitely it's it's one. It's so okay that it's just like why why even make it? It could have easily been a really good film, and I feel like a movie like this is tough because you have. You have the game's lore. You have a story in the game, but then you have to somehow adapt that because the game spans many hours, and you know the story can many be, many many hours for many, some people. Yeah, many many hours. Being the Warcraft, <laughs> you know, ro- or, you know, real, the strategy game or the online game. It's so. It's, is there because I only know one other person who saw this movie and said it was really bad, but he was explaining that there's a difference between Warcraft and World of Warcraft. Correct. Interesting. So. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not the most knowledgeable, but I have played Warcraft, Warcraft Two, a little bit of Three. You get a phone call, oh. um, and World of Warcraft. And I, I'm fairly certain that this film is based off of Warcraft, the first real-time strategy game, which came out in the I want to say like the late '90s, early 2000s, I believe. Okay. And that's that story. It's uh, not yet, but. What they do 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 <laughs> they take a lot of the cities and towns. That that's the most <laughs> interested I've been in. Do do. They take a They take a lot of cities and, and places from the World of Warcraft game and, and allow it to live in the movie, which is nice for people who a lot of people have only played World of Warcraft and not the older games, and it's, it's cool. But it suffers from that because, case in point, the fir- the, the first thirty seconds of the movie. It's like, cut, 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 cut. And they're like, cut to this city. We're here. Cut to this city. We're here. Cut to this city. And it's like, for no reason. Uh, and you're like, it, and that, that's where I, in the first ten minutes, I was like, this is pure fan service. Which is fine. I I'm, I was totally happy with that. But any anybody who's not into it is going to walk in and be like, yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for, like for trying. I'm fantasy movies. I'm generally okay. No, sorry. So I know <laughs> Duncan Jones is the director who's Bowie's son, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he did Moon, which is an awesome David movie. David Bowie's son? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. You, you ever see Moon with Sam Rockwell? No. Oh, God, that's I know. A great I heard it's good. Movie. And that's the thing. You, this is not a movie, I think, that was meant for him to direct. Right. But I'm wondering, like, what was it just the paycheck that he doesn't seem like the type of guy who's like, oh, yeah, I'm maybe gonna... he was like a big Warcraft. Fan. I think he was. I think he was like really into. I think the game. he might be, and, and that's it. Shows there is a love here, and and the characters are properly represented. This, you know, and all of that's there. And visually, it's great. It's just it's just a little bit of a lackluster story, mm-hmm. and I think that is is it's a difficult thing to adapt such a big big lore into into two hours and it's open for a sequel and I think with you know we discussed like if it's the, made that much well, the, 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 well, yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted okay so the budget of the movie was 160 million it has made to date uh, 430 million uh, 383 foreign, yeah, 383 wow. million foreign box office, and only 46 domestic. There you go. Wow. Which I still think it'll. I think it'll. But, get a- but I think I think it could be sequel worthy because mm-hmm. China is such a major player now in the right. film market, and they're they're paying to go see more movies now than. Well, I think also specifically for, for World of Warcraft, 
there's so many, um, I, I don't know if it's still the case, but so many people in China, um, there's actually companies that would pay, they pay your room and board. This is, this is a little sad and depressing. They pay your room and board and you play Warcraft. And what you would do is farm gold, which they sell online for other people to buy. Wait, or, or yeah. What does that mean? So you pl- basically that you're playing the game and you you would farm gold. There's ways to get gold in the game, fishing, okay. all different ways, making things. Okay. And they would, they they would sell that gold and and they would sell that to anyone who wants. You can go on the internet and you can buy gold from these people. But and it's it's video game gold, <laughs> correct? Right. But people would pay real money. People will pay real money for in-game gold, so they don't have to work for it. Yes, Nazi. They're not farming real gold. No, no, no. But what I okay, so these these Chinese they get paid. People re- yeah, because it's, it's digital money. It's digital money. Right? So yeah. they they work they work for this company, and they'll they'll like rent out like an apartment, <laughs> and like they'll have like they'll have like four or five kids in there, guys in there, just playing the game around the clock, farming money, maybe even selling the accounts because you can sell accounts for thousands of dollars. So people who are also people who are playing Warcraft are buying this gold because it's like currency in uh-huh. the. Yes. Yeah, they, and then not everybody wants but to you, work for it. Do you it. have to pay to play the game? Yes. Oh, okay. You have to, yeah, you have to pay a monthly fee for World of Warcraft. Interesting. So, so you can use that money... To buy whatever you want, armor, weapons, whatever the hell. But you I wonder how many people are Can you use that money to like buy um, their subscription or like your life, like pay rent? Like, no. Is this, not, this isn't That's real not money. That's not important, Osley. The important is being able to... Right. To operate in the World of Warcraft world. Build your home in, your rent. World, in World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's yeah, more get, important than your They would rent. get a place to live, and, 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 and in China, that's kind of a big deal. What about food, though? Maybe food. I, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know specifically. But Just I, white rice. Right. <laughs> and seaweed. You know, I mean, and there's been a lot of stories of, of people in, in all over the world, but I think China that's as well, that died, died like in this environment where they play around the clock and die because that's their job, and that, you know, you can only sit so long and do it. So it's a little sad, but definitely... Definitely interesting. That's probably why China is so absolutely invested in it because they, they have yeah they have they have it's a huge huge industry over there. It's a huge in, MMO like, MMOs in, yeah <laughs> MMOs in China and Korea are huge huge money makers. Oh, interesting. Wow. So, well, thank you for enlightening us to that world that we knew absolutely fuck all about. To the world so. of Warcraft. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you will. Uh, Nazli, anything uh, any movies you've seen recently that you want to discuss? No, I did rewatch French Kiss, which is one of my <laughs> favorite romantic comedy it's movies. It's Ryan and Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. I love Kevin him. Klein. I love yeah, him. So great. Soap dish. He does my heart right there. Soap dish. Just love him. Yeah. Just called Wanda for me. Oh, this, this one's for, this is mine for Kevin Klein. Like, as, I mean, it's definitely the girl chick flick, but he's <laughs> so funny and this great is... and French, or well, duh, French Kiss, but he plays, uh, so... Do we really want to get into this? Um, Meg Ryan is a uh, American woman who is trying to become Canadian because she's about to marry her husband or marry her fiance Timothy Dutton um, Hutton. Timothy Hutton. Dutton Hutton. Not Timothy Dalton. Timothy oh. Hutton. Oh, Timothy Hutton. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. What else? Ordinary um, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ordinary people. And uh, he's going to France for like some yes. doctor's convention, and. Uh, she gets a call from him like two days later and uh, she doesn't go with him to France because she's afraid of flying and she gets a call from him like two days later or something and he's met a woman in France and has fallen madly in love with her in like two days and is breaking off the engagement so she Meg Ryan sucks it up gets on a plane goes to Paris 
All the while on the flight, she meets Kevin Klein, who's like some sleazy con, sleazy artist, con artist thief who uh, shoves a grapevine, like a single lone grapevine that he's bringing from America, uh, shoves it in her backpack because she knows he's not going to get. Is that a euphemism for her vagina? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have they join the Mile High Club and then they crash and then the movie's over. Oh, it's wow. um, unexpected. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it's a short. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they hijinks ensue. She falls in love. They end up falling in love, and it's a great movie. This is this is right. I mean, how far? Is this one of the last um, attractive Meg Ryan movies? Yeah. Okay. This was pre- yes. This was pre. Um, you've got mail. So oh. Okay. Oh yeah. That was probably the last one. I think you've got. Yeah. I didn't you've know. Mail and maybe Proof of Life were like probably like the last like mm-hmm. hot Meg Ryan, and then she mm-hmm. just sadly butchered her face. She's like just cut, just change just do stuff. <laughs> just to keep it. Po- po- poking me with needles that have like chemicals in them to keep my face. And you know what the point in the surgery? Yeah. 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 At the point of the surgery where you think this would look good, just go about twenty more minutes. Yeah. Just, just fuck it up, real bad. <laughs> Such a shame. I blame John Mellencamp, but <laughs> why? Because they dated for like a long time. Oh, really? Did, they, did she like want to try to look like John Mellencamp? Maybe. I think they just were trying to swap faces or something. Face off. <laughs> right. The rom com version. <laughs> we should write that movie. Um, but that's about it. So. Oh, so you've had an exciting life. I have. I've fun. been working a lot, you guys. I don't have time for movies. I no. just have mind numbing television. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, did I talk about the Ghostbusters reboot on a on a? No. I don't know if we talked. No, I, I couldn't have because the last no. time we recorded, besides the previous episode, uh, was a it's, long time ago. So it's, a, it's hard I, to talk about. I, it. I, I did see. The, we could have talked about it on the last episode where we talked about remakes. Well, yes. So if you want, if you want to see, re, you want to hear all about our opinions on remakes and reboots that are coming down the pipeline, including the Ben Hur one that's about to come out. Uh, you can listen to episode 44, the previous episode of the podcast. But, going off that, I did see the Ghostbusters remake, although I think it is more of a reboot, because yeah, I, it's I, a whole new, like, dynamic. Bunch of vaginas. Bunch of vaginas, trapping ghosts. Talking um, about their periods. And so, you know, obviously there's been a lot of backlash. Sure. A lot of angry internet trolls. Most of them prime men. Right, of course. A lot of misogyny flowing rampant on the internet about an all-female cast in the Ghostbusters uh, reboot. But I will say, I, I, so I was going in expecting it to potentially not be that great. Because the trailer wasn't great. All yeah, the trailers no. weren't that great. The, yeah, all the trailers that came out weren't that good. But the movie itself was pretty good. Oh. Uh, it's, you know, it's not... Obviously, it's its own thing, right? It's its own thing. Um, you know, there's obviously similarities, but it's it's an origin story about this new team of Ghostbusters and how they come together. Um, there's Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy, surprisingly enough, are probably like the least interesting parts of the movie. Which is kind of a waste, but yeah, I guess... Yeah. But Kate McKinnon, this is her breakout. Good for her. Performance. Yeah, I like her a lot. She's she's amazing in it. She totally she's super like kooky and weird and like bizarre and out there, and she really steals the movie. Leslie Jones is okay, but you know she unfortunately she gets kind of typecast as just playing like the angry black, black lady. Yeah, she yeah. just kind of reminds me of just a female version of Tracy Morgan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. 
Uh, I guess my biggest knock against it is I didn't think the the bad guy was all that compelling in this movie. Um, it's somebody who Vigo, I forgot. <laughs> no, see, if it had been Vigo or or Gozer, uh, then I would have been on board. But it's just kind of this like dorky guy who's been, you know, does Rick Moranis at all make a cameo no, in this movie? God he's damn. done, poor man. Did you, did you see the recent Variety headline that no. said like the headline? I shit you not said. Rick Moranis is not retired, and then in parentheses it says, he just doesn't know how to change his Wikipedia page. Aww. So I guess someone put it up on there that he's retired, <laughs> and it was, and he's just like leaning against the wall, looking all sad. It's like, Aww. oh, Rick Moranis wants to work. Uh, but yeah, so it's... Uh, <laughs> Does he want to work, or did no, he just... I saw no, no, I, 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 I think he legitimately is not interested. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were making it more of a joke, but oh, okay. it just seemed like it was just really sad. Uh, but the... The, the thing I will say about the Ghostbusters movie that was positive is that they did a lot of really fun homages to the original. They did. Like, okay. like a I lot of like sure fun like inside jokes and cameos oh, and cool. stuff. And, and Chris Hemsworth is, Hemsworth is in it. He's really great in it. Um, but yeah, overall it's just kind of the, the storyline of the big bad villain is not so great. But, yeah. but let's... While while we're on that topic, yes, um, a, I think it was AMC. I, it's not. It was on last night. Uh, both Ghostbusters one and two. It was AMC. Oh, yeah, yeah, AMC, AMC and I watched both of them because uh, why not? Because they're on. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to go see the new ones, and not that I need to rewatch them, it's only seen them seven thousand times. But <laughs> two is obviously inferior for many reasons, but it is definitely still quotable. But I mean, it's the same movie. We all know that as the first, exactly the same. And Vigo is a pretty shitty bad guy. Let's, the, the the best bad guy is is um, Janusz Poha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's the only, he's having fun in the movie. He's the bad guy. That guy's a really good actor. What's that guy's name? Peter something. He's a great yeah, actor. Peter McNichols. Yeah. Peter McNichols. Yeah, yeah, he's great. So when you talk about poor bad guys in movies, it's like it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Chu is guilty of that. One is a superior because they established the Gozer, and then we finally see what Gozer is, and it's. What the fuck is it? And yeah, I mean, like, I will, like, the the last half hour of the original Ghostbusters is, like, really dark. Oh, yeah. And, you know, with, with the, like, the Snape Up Marshmallow and all that stuff that's going on on the top of the building and, like, that portal, to, like, <laughs> the underworld that's opening up, it's, it's, like, some dark shit. And it was legitimately, like, I think for the time period, probably uh, I think a that's decently scary movie, but... Yeah. And it's uh, it's so hard to touch to even to even yeah. attempt ghost a remake of Ghostbusters. It's, just, <sighs> it's a lofty goal, and I I feel like you know Paul Feig is a very capable filmmaker, mm-hmm. and I think if in other hands this would have been an absolute disaster. But I think because it was in his hands that it's as good as it can be. Absolutely, and he's he's such a like big believer in female comedians and female yeah. comedic actresses and. Whereas, you know, so much of this industry is not, and you see the same fucking three guys in every comedy movie, and so he really does a good job of, because I feel like, you know, Kristen Wiig and uh, Melissa McCarthy, we've seen them shine before in other yeah. Paul Feig movies, yeah. so I think it almost like he wanted to have this pedestal for, like, Kate McKinnon, like, let this be her kind of coming out party. Be like, look, here's another really funny lady yeah. that you probably don't know about unless, you know, you're one of the six people who still show. watch SNL. Right. And, um, but, yeah, so I I definitely think it's worth, it's a fun summer movie. It's a good popcorn movie worth 
Worth seeing on the big screen. I don't know about 3D. I, I, I can't I'm, do 3D. I can't do 3D. Oh, I didn't know it was in 3D also. But everything's you can see, yeah. you can see everything's 3D. 3D now, unfortunately. But, yeah, uh, yeah I, would def- I definitely would check it out. I, th- I think it was a good time at the movies, for sure. Lovely. Um, all right, let's uh, let's let's talk about Nazi's favorite movie ever made, <laughs> Nine Lives, starring Kevin Spacey as a cat. And I heard he's reprising his the same role from House of Cards. Is that not right? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was like a like a spinoff. It's a senator. It's basically oh, the God, I wish, of the cat. I wish the cat would have had like a like a Carolina accent and a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, yeah, so. Kevin Spacey, Kaiser Soze, fucking dude from House of Cards. But how funny is it that it's literally this? This is a movie meant for uh, uh, for what's his name? Who's in the tra- who's in the movie? Uh, Christopher Walken. It's a, it's a Christopher Walken movie. Christopher Walken, you mean should have been turned into the cat? Right, right. He's the because he, he's the, the person who. I'm a cat. Whoa. Yeah, he's reached the heights <laughs> yeah. of his career where he can do it. Boot, what an opportunity mixed a cat with a Christopher Christopher Walken's voice. What? Well, we don't know. We don't know about this movie. Yeah, Maybe he morphs into a cat later. This, this could be Maybe this could start be the start of a trilogy. That might be worth going to see in the theaters. I'm going to write the, the sequel that that uh, Christopher Walken does turn into a cat. Or the well. sequel will be him. Speaking of, let's find out the budget for this movie and what it needs to make to make a sequel. Because so this uh, this movie is directed by Barry Sonnenfeld of Men in Black fame. Yeah. Uh, and stars Kevin Spacey, Jennifer Garner, Christopher Walken, and anyone else of note? Mm. Uh, what's her name from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Cheryl Hines. Yeah, Cheryl oh, Hines. I don't really like her anymore. I don't either. Mm. And um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, those are those are the big. <laughs> that's way more big names yeah. than, than should ever be. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jennifer Garner blows. Cat. I've talked about how much disdain for her. I know we've yeah. we've talked about this before, but I, I don't think I, I I can't stand her anyway. Well, she her forehead gets paid every movie too, so you got to take that into consideration. <laughs> that shit has its own. <laughs> it has its own budget. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the premise of this movie, Nine Lives, is basically about a stuffy businessman, Kevin Spacey, who finds he who basically he just some, doesn't spend enough time with his family. Yeah, he neglects his family. He's too despite making his family Typical. billionaires, yeah. he's, you know, and so and so he he's forced to kind of uh, pay for his sins of not spending time with his family by. Being turned into the family cat. Well, I guess yeah. He goes to get his daughter a cat for like her birthday, and apparently Christopher Walken finds out that he's a like semi-neglectful father, and is like, "I'm gonna give you a week to bond with your daughter, or else you're gonna I'm gonna turn you into a cat. This is gonna make you bond with your daughter, and then <laughs> if you don't fucking bond with your daughter, you're gonna stay a cat forever." It's <laughs> pretty, pretty heavy shit, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, speak about, like, paying for your sins. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just, it's, anything with cats, obviously, for me, is funny, but anything where someone who is a successful and respected, well-respected actor, mm-hmm. in a prime, because, especially after House of Cards, yeah. I mean, is it still going, or did House of Cards end? No, no it's still going. So, it's still a very successful and lucrative career, that's yet why, he that's decides to make this That's my biggest question about this whole thing. Yeah, is why? Why is he doing this movie? I don't know. I think maybe Someone he Someone might just, be bribing him, or something. <laughs> like, is he a producer blackmail, on it? I mean, blackmailing him. No, I, I, I literally think on it. Christopher Walken called him up and said, look, you've reached that point in your career 
where you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can do good movies and bad movies, and you will continue working. And I think he's aware of that. I don't think this movie would but, is going to affect. Why, why spend the time doing a bad movie? Maybe he was like tired of maybe House of Cards. It's very serious, and maybe he wanted to do something lighthearted and stupid, and wanted just. But like, he did like the horrible bosses movies. Like he did like comedies, which were, but, yeah. which were legitimate, like yeah, fairly was, funny movies. The second one was not, not so great. Yeah, but I don't know. But maybe the last one could, was. Can you tweet Kevin Spacey and ask him? I'm, I'm going now. Just yeah. like why? You guys tweet each other. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to know. It gets, it gets pretty graphic. Oh. Um, but and it's also like he doesn't have any kids, so he's not doing a kids movie to like. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have that. Space. Yeah, but I'm still convinced Kevin Spacey is gay. I feel oh, like. well, I think he is too. Well, he's out. I think. Oh, I mean, is, he? is he? I don't know. I've never heard of. I know. I think he just. I think he just doesn't say anything about it because he's like. I'm I think it's just like an unspoken truth. Like everybody just knows it and doesn't and moves on. But um, yeah, maybe it isn't. But uh, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, and and I know Kevin Spacey has done voiceover work. He is has a great voice, but for this kind of movie, wouldn't you have thought it would have been like someone just different? Like I just I don't honestly. Understand. You never you never know what's going on in the set. Maybe he honestly read the script and was like, you know what. Why the hell not? Maybe they paid him a shit ton of. Or that, yeah. yeah, I'm sure both, yeah, all of those, I mean, all like, of the above. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so I, I and he didn't it. have to. He's probably in what like a handful of scenes as the dad. Right. The rest he's in a booth and he's like he's in his pajamas doing voiceover. Yeah, he, over, he, yeah. He just yeah. gets it from home. Yeah, like, get it home and bing bang boom. There you go. Email you and cut like, great day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, so this movie when do we decide when it, when it comes out? It's August fifth. Ozzy <laughs> can't wait. First one in line. She's crossing off the days on her calendar, her wall calendar. Sad, Nazi sad though, because there is not a midnight showing of, of Nine Lives. I'm, yeah. I'll Excuse me, um, AMC, why is there no midnight showing of Nine Lives? I'm going to call around and she, check. She, she's going to call the production company to see if she can get an advanced print. Yeah, to, to exhibit at her, at her own house. Uh, all right, so there you I have it. get him an Academy Award, though. Sorry, I had to bring it up. Oh, <laughs> no. No. Uh, all right, let's talk about... We're done here. Since we're on the subject of talking animals in movies, let's talk about some of the best of the worst talking animal movies over the lifespan of that genre. So... Nazi, I'm sure you have yeah, some... Yeah. Uh, some well, I remember one originally from when we did Bad Movie Night as just a uh, group of friends event. Uh, I brought in Karate Dog, uh-huh. which was Chevy Chase That's doing the right. voiceover of a dog who apparently knows... who. Did, I don't even remember. Did he have like a... His original owner was like a sensei or something, and yeah. he learned how to do karate with him. Yeah, I believe that was. Yeah. And then Simon Rex, I think, is like a cop oh or something. Or, I don't remember, but it's... Oh, and John Voight's in John Voight, oh, James John Presley, Voight, yeah. Isn't Simon John, Rex. Isn't John Voight the voice of the dog? Hamilton no, Chevy Chase is the voice oh, right, of the right, dog. Right, 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 yeah. Oh, and Pat Morita was in this. Oh, maybe Pat Morita was his sensei? Yes. Okay. Lee. Oh, Lori... my God. Is this Pat Morita's last movie? Hang on a minute oh, here. Shit. This movie like has... Me. Let's just go down the list. John Boyd... Oh, it absolutely was. He died in the same year. <sighs> Simon Rex, Jamie Presley, Pat Morita, Ron Lester's in it. What? <laughs> John Boyd and Ron Lester again in the same oh, movie? Oh, Billy Bob. Yep. Oh, and no. Lori Petty. That we're talking about what? in this movie. No. And I've never seen this movie, by the way. You should let's stop the podcast right now and watch it. You know what's crazy? I'm looking at Pat Morita's uh, IMDb page right now, and his credits stop before this movie. 
He didn't even. His last dying wish was. Don't please. let Karate Dog be on my credits list. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? It's not on there. Oh, oh, oh. He's on, under he's actors. On. His last credit is Rice Girl. Oh. That was the name of the movie, not his character's name. <laughs> <laughs> In 2014. It's so racist. <laughs> no, it's here on 2005 with the Karate Dog. Aww. Uh, were you looking at the top? <laughs> wait. Okay, but that begs another question. He died in 2005. How does he have credits through 2014 as an Whoa. actor? Oh, Ghost Pat Marita. What the fuck? Did you see Marita. that? He has like easily 10 to 15 credits past his death. Has what? That's weird. Is he not dead? Maybe people are just... Can't people just add stuff to someone's I guess. page? Is it like Wikipedia? Motherfucker, like, that guy's working more dead than I have alive in the last <laughs> year and a half. Isn't Pat motherfucking Marita, you guys? What is Jesus. Wait a second. Something We've uncovered something yeah, here. This, 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 is, this is a conspiracy. The one movie, Mr. Miyami? What the fuck is going on Are here? These, these movies, oh, they're like animated movies, So, but they still must have just like used old dialogue of his or manipulated it or something. I'm That's scared. Weird. That's bizarre. I don't know if you can even continue with this podcast. Well, yeah. I'm just I think like, we need a new I've, separate podcast about this mystery. <laughs> Stay tuned for the Pat Marita Conspiracy I don't podcast. I'll be like serial, but like just figuring out how to do Finding Pat Marita. Yeah. Finding Pat Marita. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. We have to watch every single one of these video movies and just figure <laughs> out what, how. Oh, man. Uh, so, Karate Dog. Ridiculous. I do remember not so fondly watching that for that movie. Is the dog. Like, oh, you know what? It could like be. This? He does karate, yeah. He like, yeah, he was this? doing like CGI what? karate. Yeah, CGI in 2005 in a TV movie. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. That's that's. <laughs> oh, it was a made-for-TV movie. I don't know for who. I don't know what network it was like ABC Family or something. Oh, maybe. No idea. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, I mean, shockingly, again, they get like a aside from Simon Rex. Like biggish name people to be in that movie. Well, Chevy Chase, I think, in two thousand five, really was. That's true. That was before the but community. Jamie yeah. Presley in two thousand five doing TV movie. But like, she, she was, was kind of always a B actress, though. She's pretty big. She was pretty big. Was that, that my time. name is Earl? Time. Oh, maybe. Name was, maybe like was right, right after, before. Right. Oh, what did? Fucking IMDb that <laughs> shit, bro. When did that show come out? Oh, it was, uh, it was after college. I think. Yeah. So. Oh. Oh, it's just flummoxed a little. Jeff, are there any uh, talking animal movies that you... I didn't have really any. I, I flipped it a little, and I, my favorite, actually, animal to people movie would oh. be um, Walk Like a Man. Walk, Walk like, like a Man. Oh, my God, with Howie Mandel. Mandel. That's right. He was raised that's by wolves. Right. and then he has <laughs> and Bobo. That's one of my guilty pleasure movies. That's God true. damn it. I haven't seen that movie. Bobo. I used, they used to show that movie on cable uh-huh. so much. Me, I watched it as a kid all the time. I don't oh, know. Wow. like a man. And he'd run down the street, like chasing chasing the cars. Yeah, good stuff. Um, wow. We have to talk about, it's not necessarily an animal, but it's in the same vein of Nine Lives, and Jeff and I were talking about it earlier, is Ghost Dad. I mean, not Ghost Dad, uh, Jack Frost. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is... Equally as ridiculous and absolutely, we're talking about like, the Michael Keaton, right? Not the family movie. film. Not Upon the, reading not the, the plot, I was severely de- like depressed. The movie, the father dies, and then a year later, he comes back as a snowman. Yeah, yeah. like 
It's very strange. It's bizarre. But he can't like learn. He can't. Okay, it's just sad. I don't. Need, I don't. I don't need an hour forty-five of a dead snowman, Dad. Like, that's oh, just a lot. Yeah, it was. It's. It's something worth well, watching. That isn't him not coming back at all, is it, Jeff? I don't know. No, not. Right. My, it could have come back as another human. Could have so came back as Bruce Wayne, and then I'd be like, into it. That's true. Can we talk about uh, 1998's Polly, starring uh, Cheech Marin as a parent? Oh, Do you remember that one? Wow. I never saw it. Did you see that movie? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, I, I mean, truth be told, most of these movies I would not have seen unless, like, they were a bad movie night pick. Yeah, that right. was, it's, it's not one of my favorite Like, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, I think, was a bad movie night pick at oh, some point. I don't remember. And then there was a uh, the Gary Busey... <sighs> Movie where he he's the voice of like a Pomeranian or something. Oh my god! Yes, that was one of my picks again, wasn't it? No, no, that was for that was for the oh, main was. bad movie. That was movie. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, he had like the, and he had the call like uh-huh. the spike collar, which you have a picture of. Uh huh. Fuck! What was that movie? Um, something like Fluffy or it's something ridiculous like that. Um, but yeah, that that there's a. Quigley. Quigley, that's right. Oh my god, so strange. Yeah. yeah. What year is that? It is um, 2003. I see it. Archie Channing. Channing? What? A 2.6. <laughs> Coming in hot. Coming in real hot. That might be too high for it as well. Wow. This is, that's this. Whew. Let's see, alright, there was, uh, oh, we can't forget The Zookeeper, starring oh, everybody's Kevin favorite Kevin James. James. Every time that movie is on cable, and I'm going through, like, the guide, I keep thinking it's Zoolander, and I'm so <laughs> disappointed because of my, like, just peripheral vision, Yeah, but he just needs to stop. I mean, that and, like, Dr. Doolittle were, like, the last, like, yeah. mainstream. Well, Kevin James is coming back to your TVs this fall. Is he in, really? In, in a new sitcom with... Quite possibly the worst wordplay title I've ever heard. Oh, it's called Kevin Can Wait. Oh. Is he playing a fat dude who has a really hot wife he doesn't deserve? I think you nailed it right oh, there. I'm wow, good. what a stretch. <laughs> how does he... How do you... Okay. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, uh, Paul Blart, man. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what, he's a retired cop? Is that right? He's retired? Yeah. Isn't he, like, 45? Like, yeah. I think he got, like, he got shot, shot in the line off. of duty, and so now he's a retired, like, 45-year-old guy, and so... Just living I, it up. This is so much more than we ever should be talking about sure. this stupid show. Um, and that's, you're writing on it, and then it's an amazing show. Oh, absolutely. Then I mean, love it. Please, please, please give Aaron a job. Yeah. Anybody. <laughs> the best show. At this point, I'll, you know, if you need me to write, like, a wedding speech for you, or, like, tweets or something, I mean, I'm happy to write anything at this point, so. Um, Professional best man. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Did, uh, oh, what about Joe's Apartment? I, again, never saw that movie. But Joe's Apartment... But so oh, yeah. I, the talking talk talk cockroaches. But yeah, that's yeah. the main reason why I never saw that movie, because I just can't. I can't do it. Yeah, it was pretty gross. I can't watch cockroaches. It was, it was kind of disgusting. Yeah. That was an MTV production. It was. Just like Varsity Blues. Oh, Indeed. wow. Coming back full circle. Well, before we get into Varsity Blues, are there any other talking movies that... 
There's a lot of talking animal movies. There's not so many now that I think about it. The talking movies. The dialogue. The talkies. Anyone have any suggestions of movies post Jazz Singer of 1929 that they'd like to talk about? Not not really. Very niche. Very niche. kind of garbage since then. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's... There's a lot of talking animal movies. There's not so many now when I think about it of this kind of, like, animal, uh, animorph. There's like a lot a, of body-switching movies with just father-son. Oh, that's a whole other right. that's, discussion. You know, but yeah, like, I, look, I was kind of looking for a, yeah, a lot of Freaky movies. Friday. Yeah, or they turn into, like, the horror genre or, like, the dark, like... Like Island Ginger, Dead, Ginger Dead Man. Ginger <laughs> Dead Man. Uh, your, were- your quintessential werewolf movie. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. those kinds of things, but... Yeah, we need to find. We need to just start making more of these kinds of movies, you guys. Do we? Yes. Do we? No. As it is, I don't know why there's so many people. Yeah, starring we're, we're flummoxed about movies. why this Nine Lives is mind boggling. Mind boggling. So. Um, all right, let's talk about. Here goes my hero. <laughs> Watching his heroes. Yeah. Uh, Varsity Blues, starring. What's, what's really funny Dawson about this? himself, James Vanderbeek. After I was, I, I finished watching this, and then the next night, um, watched it again. No, this was actually last. That was it. Was two nights ago. Yeah. The, both of these movies were on TV on different channels, but somehow like they they fit the the. It was just like they were. Wait, what two movies? Varsity Blues and no, Wormwood. No, no, no. I watched Varsity Blues, and then the next night at home, I was watching on TV. Not another teen movie. An American, uh, an American Pie two. Oh. And it was like Man, this. You were getting your late nineties, <laughs> early two thousand. Like the dude who's the Shermanator is in both not another T movie and American Pie two. I'm like, it was just the the connections and Ron Lester is in not another T movie. He plays like basically the, he's mocking yeah, the he's, character. Yeah. And he's yeah. like he's like Randy Rab or yeah. Randy Rob or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, but Varsity Blues. All right. So most people know the premise of this movie. I'm guessing. It's, it came out in 1999, MTV production, as previously mentioned, and it's basically a about a small Texas town where football is life. Right. And uh, the star quarterback, uh, Paul, Walker. Paul Walker, R.I.P., uh, um, uh, gets suffers a horrendous knee injury, and which leads an opportunity for uh, Johnny Moxon, James, James Vanderbeek, Vanderbeek, to come in and not R.I.P. <laughs> JV might as JV? well be no, no no way that dude works does he yeah, yeah he's always working <laughs> and oh yeah he was on a show right now or something right he was on he the, was on the B, not another the, oh, yeah, oh not don't trust the beat and, yeah. and he was on another show recently too he was on CSI Cyber oh yeah. random the one CSI that failed miserably it's not his fault we know that much <laughs> wasn't it though it's never his fault it's never his fault uh, and so so the second stream guy becomes the big star of the football team but he butts heads with the asshole coach played by John Voight. Who is excellent. Mm, is he? In this role, he's excellent. Yeah, I mean, he, he chews it up quite a bit. That's what I... That's, yeah. Yeah. But everyone kind of does. Yeah, everybody It's one of those movies where let's, everyone's let's, overacting. Let's ask, ask this preliminary question of, did anybody actually learn to speak with a Texas accent in this movie? Because no. Except for they Bob, did, who I If they did, they did it from, like, watching, like, yeah. Hanna-Barbera, like, it was, part, yeah. like Destiny so Dogs cartoons or something. Yeah, Vanderbeek has, like, a little shitty accent. Scott Kahn is just, like, I don't want your life. <laughs> I don't want your life. <laughs> What's fun? fun fact, I did read Maybe that this is actually supposed to be Friday Night Lights. 
that MTV could not get the rights to it. Really? And so they just kind of went and made it. I totally, movie. obviously, can see that. Yeah. Why couldn't and, you MTV know, get the rights to they it? They probably didn't want to pay. I mean, uh, it was, this, is probably, this is a low-budget MTV production at that time. I don't know if this is their first one. Of, this is one of their first movies, if yeah. not the first movie MTV. No, Joe's Apartment, did, I think, was their first Which movie. did uh, not do well. No. Right. So they didn't even think this movie was going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for what it did, they were fucking blown away. <laughs> and they kind of... Capitalized on the popularity of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, uh, you know, coming off that sure. with with James Vanderbeek and no Fast and Furious movie come out yet though. No, right? no, no. no. It was um, just... But uh, but it's it's interesting you said. Did anyone notice the Jesse Plemons? Yes, the baby cameo. Jesse Plemons. Who's she, uh, also in Friday Night Lights. What's yeah. his cameo in this movie? He, he's he's in it for literally like two screenshots. Yeah, during during the scene at the barbecue. Where Johnny breaks his dad's nose by throwing the football. They, when everyone, there's that, like, it's going around and everyone, like... You can do it, yeah, Johnny! Yeah, yeah, come on, Johnny! Stop being a pussy! Yeah. Throw the football, like, all that stuff. They show Jesse Plemons as, like, I think the younger brother of Paul Walker's yeah, character, right? Yeah, he's Paul Walker's younger brother. Yeah, wow. but they never show him again in the no. movie. No. Wow. But it was, How like, funny. And foreshadowing the, that. Foreshadowing. Like, well, they barely established that... Paul Walker and Amy Smart were brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. I, was, like, there was like one cutaway line or throwaway oh, really? line. Yeah. Well, again, you really know until he he, he has the action about, about come on. She at the same barbecue. She's like, come on, Dad, talking to the asshole Dad who is Paul Walker's dad. And I was like, oh, okay. Paul Walker's whole character got cut. I feel like there was a lot more to him. And yeah, he. It did seem like the, it did seem like there was more. There should have been there should have been more of a dynamic between his and James Vanderbeek's character because yeah, yeah I think you needed to feel the, the whole thing with him taking the needle in the knee and it's like you need to feel more like there was so much pressure on Lance to, to do that and I feel like we kind of got that from everyone else but I feel like for him he got shorted a little but right now do you think it was it was hubris that that led Coach uh, Kilmer to just leave the door wide open when he was giving all these like illegal injections into kids' knees and stuff? I think he was like he's like you're not going to challenge me. I'm the exactly. fucking coach. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. I think he just thought his 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 walls were so impenetrable that he didn't give a shit. Well, was it? I don't remember now, but was it like a Godfather moment where like he sees it and they just shut the door off of James Vanderbeek's face, or he like sees it like full door open, full like, door open, full door open, and he, he closes it in the middle of it. Yeah, and then, like oh. when he sees James Vanderbeek looking in, but like, nobody was in the other than Johnny Mox, and there was no one else in the locker room at that point. Was there? Did he no. just happen upon it, or there's other people uh, like in the halftime. locker room? But there are. It's like po- oh. it's like. Pre-game or halftime or something. Can I ask a football question? Uh-huh. What is he, shooting his knee? Well, not only that, but as a quarterback, if you get a knee injury, is that really that detrimental to your career? Oh, when you're, absolutely. Yeah. Really? That's, that's the worst injury you can get. As knee what? or like, ACL. Really, is it just going to fuck up yeah, my, like, your throw? knee or your shoulder is usually... I can like, see the shoulder, but why so much... Because you, you have to pivot on your on your legs, and that's how you, like... Turn and that's oh, how, and, okay. and you have to be able to like run at times and get out of the sure, pocket. And if your defense is really like, I mean, like, yeah, but if you can't, Tom put, Brady doesn't run that much. If you can't he? put weight well, on on one of your knees, you're okay. you're at such a disadvantage I to see. to. But it, there's always the point of like, what were they shooting his knee and and I assume cortisone, which okay is totally fine. Like you can get a cortisone shot in your knee. No, but it's not helping. He should no. have not been playing. It, right. He should not be playing. It's point, fine when you're a professional. When you're a kid, high school kid. Still developing, yeah. Yeah. It's something where it's like you're 
you're putting this painkiller where you're not going to feel the pain, but clearly it's, doing it's, it's more of the fact that you shouldn't be going out back on the field right. when you have this already hurt yeah. injury that right. if you take another hit could do really severe damage, which right. we see with, with Lance's uh, uh, knee getting torn apart after uh, Billy Bob. Well, the, we have to also introduce that Billy Bob got knocked got out a concussion, really. earlier I- in that game and had a horrible concussion or serious concussion, yeah. but... What's his face? But Judge Kilmer. Kilmer. Or Judge Kilmer. Coach Kilmer. Might as well have been a judge. Yeah. Basically, it was like, you need to get back in there. Johnny Moxon's like, don't go if you don't feel good. Right. And then he goes and passes out and causes... I, I, I'd argue that the more interesting version of this movie is, is Billy that. Bob as the main character. And this being like the ballad of Billy Bob. Cause it is. And, and, yeah. and especially in today's age with all the CTE stuff. And, oh, you know, yeah. the post-concussion yeah. stuff. Like, his story is way more, like... Sad. Sad and captivating. And, you like, that moment when he's, like, shooting the trophies you know, and he breaks down and stuff on the football field. Yeah. That's he like was the risk. best actor of the movie for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I totally think there's another version of this movie that, that he's... Specifically, they mean. Well, I, I I think they did a good job with you have you have Johnny Moxon who is you know the straight guy and he he feels he feels ju- what what um, Ron Lester's character Billy Bob's too afraid to express uh-huh. and then you have Tweeter who just doesn't give he like he he knows it but he's. Ignoring it, yeah, he's 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 ignoring it because he's very rapey. Oh my god, such a such a rapist! In in movies, no way, like (laughs) he would not exist. What today? Do you you remember the the little country ditty he's singing when he's like carrying the bat at the party? Oh, I think. uh, Uh, Did anyone notice Scott Conn's butt tattoo? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, when he's when he gets out of the cop car naked, you're like, that's a butt tattoo. the, The song he's singing is. She broke my heart, oh, okay. so I broke her jaw. Right, right. Like, right. That would so not be okay. But my, yeah. my favorite All of his little line. rapey lines. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Tweet, you think you're going to enjoy, enjoy uh, uh, prison? Yeah. Yeah? What? <laughs> like, just encapsulates the character just perfectly. Yeah. I love when he does a double take on his dick. Yeah. And he's like looking at it. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Fuck is that? <laughs> Can we talk about... Um, the clothes in this movie, oh. Johnny Moxon, James Vanderbeek's jeans. Oh, rocking those carpenter oh, yeah. jeans. The carpenter jeans and like the shirts that are just like way too ill-fitting. Yeah. Like, Amy Smart, who's like a gorgeous girl, is like just looks like frumpy McFrumpslot. Uh-huh. She's such a wet blanket in this movie, totally. by the way. Yeah. She's Don't know cruise. why. Um, <laughs> Allie Larder actually. Mm. Not a bad character. Mm. I think mm. she's got kind of a rat face, but I think she's got a great body. Mm. Uh, and she's not that bad of an she actress. She definitely has a rat face. She's such a rat face. But, but even her character is such a whore in this movie. Just gravitates towards whomever. Well, she, I, she gets redeemed a little bit. I don't think it's that she's so much a whore as she just, like, I I felt her plight. Like, you just need to, a way to get out of here. She has no faith in herself, even though she's like, James Vanderbeek's like, you're smart. You get straight A's. Like, you have a way out. But she's just so wrapped up in that's this, true. Like, that, I have to that be That did girl. redeem her character. Yeah, I thought she that was point, like, I felt bad for her. Like, yeah, yeah you're a slut, but you're, and you're trying to, like, basically latch on to, to the, the star quarterback, but it's not because you're a groupie. It's like, I just need to get the fuck yeah, out of here. Right, right. She's, she's just more, like, insecure yeah. than anything. Can we talk about the younger brother? Oh, God. The fucking, that guy could can't exist in any movies now either because no he's way. offensive to every fucking like, <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, it's funny because this movie is, you know, what, it's like 16, 17 years old at this point? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we were right, right for this movie. Yeah, yeah, but it's, uh, no, I thought it was good comic relief with the little brother. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Every scene he was in, he was into like a different religion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there. It's just, it's just so funny. Like, um, I mean, it's. I think when it came out, I don't even think I liked it as much as I do now. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I rewatched it. I was like, man, this is a good movie. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Like, I, I, like I, I have seen this movie probably more than I care to admit. Like, <laughs> just thinking about it. And I actually had caught part of not another teen movie like a couple of days ago, too. They're playing yeah, on cable right know, now. I, and I was like, I, I mean, like. Not another teen movie does a great job of mocking this movie, yeah. and like this movie is very mock worthy, right. but also yes, very right for mockery. You know, you don't it, it, you can get through it pretty easily. Like it's because the that, story at its core is Friday Night Lights, and so yeah. it's like a really interesting story that we hadn't seen at this point. You know, like small town Texas football where football is life right. and everything. Sure, and <laughs> yeah. and so basically Friday Night Lights. D- did exactly what Varsity Blues did, but did it with like better accents and serious matter and, and, and better and actors. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was reading an article about Varsity Blues. I, li- I literally googled Varsity Blues is awesome, and, and there was an, <laughs> there's an article someone posted, and and it's like, yeah, you know, this is side blah blah. But one of the things that it noted that I never in my life thought of is when Bud Kilmer gets pushed out. He's like the article's like what where where were the assistant coaches where was everyone else who was who was Lance talking to on the headset like a seventh a seventh oh, grader yeah. in the booth like <laughs> like they just kicked, they just kicked out Bud Kilman they didn't kick out the entire staff but yet they just take over and like, right it's like it would have been like the assistant coach is like well I guess I'm taking over it's like nope no assistant coach here right, just right. Uh, Lance I guess <laughs> and then the the to- one poor token black guy in the movie who like also gets injured and was about to have. Um, Oh yeah, cortisone shot in his, right. in his hamstring. Yeah, yeah. They're like, "Don't fucking do it." Man. He doesn't it's do it, and it. he still gets his scholarship, and it's yeah. great. And yeah, give him. all's well that ends well. Exactly. Um, exactly. Can we talk about uh, Moxon's parents for a minute, please? Yes. Um, the dad has the most punchable face oh, in the entire world. Totally. They were lo- they were just looking to cast the most unattractive and just not a good actor for his, yeah. annoyingly unattractive. Yeah. And then the mom, I feel, looks like a reanimated zombie. Like she just like had that like droopy face. They cut on her a lot when she's like making weird faces or like the you can do in June. Yeah, and she's always like drinking, always which drinking, apparently is like it's like a Texas housewife thing. I guess they're just always drunk. What else are you gonna fucking do? I guess so because Friday Night Lights, Connie Britton always had a glass of oh, white wine. I never watched Friday Night Lights. Oh, oh, it's such a good show. Is it? Um, yes, it's amazing. And, and then Amy Schumer did. Uh, the, did anyone see the parody? Oh of yeah, the giant, yeah, the giant, yeah, giant one. I mean, it was basically a a parody about the rape culture of you know football and stuff. Oh, okay, great. And uh, but every 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 scene that her character as she Connie Britton, she had a bigger and bigger glass. <laughs> wine. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> all right, any? I don't know. Is there anything else? The soundtrack. I mean, it's so MTV. Like, the soundtrack so to this. The soundtrack so to non another teen movie is even fucking better. Yeah, really? yeah, it is. Well, yeah, yeah. It's I got would, more pop wow, punk. And wow. Like, yeah, just so good. It's just very nostalgic of like high school. But this I will say that Foo Fighters song is pretty epic in that like climactic scene. <laughs> even though, even though it's become like kind of like a cliche at this point. Yeah, I thought it was a cliche even in this movie, but yeah. it, it's it's a good football. Movie, yeah, like, I mean it's it's. I think it, it, it serves its purpose. Was Angus also an MTV movie? I feel like it was also. 
Oh, oh I don't maybe. Know. Gotta find out. I have no idea. Because that's that another movie. Has the a great sh- soundtrack, too. has the Shermanator. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, whipped cream bikini. You know, oh, right. That's obviously Can't forget about a that. seminal moment. Um, do the adults in this movie not have jobs? Do they all just talk about football all and day? Just and just go to practice? And yeah, go watch practices. Yeah, no one seems to work. Salt in their beer. And like, <laughs> is that a Texas thing? What Salt in a beer? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Does it make it like foam up more? Like, that's what I would imagine would happen. I, I don't, or maybe it makes you thirstier to drink more beer. Oh, why would you want that though? Because you're you live in Texas. But nobody drinks beer because they're thirsty. Actually, no. Sometimes oh, I man. yeah, like an ice cold nice beer. Ice cold beer, yeah. Like a light beer. It's got to be like a Budweiser, you know, something <laughs> where it can't it can't be like you know an yeah, IPA yeah. or something. No, no. Um. All right. I think I think we've about covered it. Yeah. It's you know it's a guilty pleasure movie. Oh, can we talk about the uh, teacher stripper? Oh yeah. She has Up terrifying nipples. Yeah, she um, does. And she was also a, a terrible stripper. Like, she yeah. just kind of looked like <laughs> like when uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was pretending to be a stripper. But then, but then not when she got into her groove. This chick just stayed at that perpetual bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, no, she... That she was a was very, like, good. throwaway comic relief moment. But right, then right, nothing right. really came of it. I gave it a tan! A tan! A tan! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Billy Bob. Uh, uh, rest in peace. So who's the next person to die from this movie? Shit. Is John Boyd dead? Nope. That John Boyd. How the John fuck did he outlive both Ron Lester and Paul Walker? Well, Ron Lester, I feel like, must have had some problems had with like losing all that his weight. His weight, he, he saw it. He had like, liver um, problems from losing all the weight. Yeah, he lost, and, then, and then he gained some of it back, and then he lost yeah, like, he, he did it. a number on his liver from that. That's he, a shame. He, there, it was something, hard, something sad I read where it was like, he's like, losing weight was the best and worst thing. He's like, it, I, obviously, he, you know, it made his life a little bit better for a while, but he had, he caused him his career because he wasn't the fat, funny right. guy. Right, yeah. And then, obviously, his, you know, his liver kind of gave out. Uh, it sucks. Sad. Very sad. And then, uh, Paul Walker, obviously. Well, that was just stupid. That was, that was mean, irresponsible, stupid. Yeah. and stupid. Yeah. I Especially mean, when you got a kid. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Just be in the movies with the fast cars. Man. Yeah. He just got him in, like into the. It gave him the itch. Yeah. But so on those dark notes. Um, <laughs> well, let's get darker. Who's the next one who's going to die? Is it Void? I mean, that's the obvious choice because he's probably maybe Amy Smart. There. She hasn't really done anything oh. in a while. Maybe <laughs> she's just going to die out of yeah. Uh, she's just going to get Or Scott Con because where the hell's that guy know. been? He's uh, on Wi-Fi though. Yeah, man, uh, that dude's been working hard. <laughs> Well, let's take it easy. Well, he's, on a, he's on a weekly TV show. Doesn't mean he's yeah. working hard. He just he's living in Hawaii, saying like seven lines. And I will, yeah. I will, week. I will give it to him because I feel like he could have just mailed his whole life in and just lived off his dad's money. But he 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 kind of did his own thing. I yeah. Will. Well, I mean, yeah, he's fun. I mean, he's. I think he's a decent actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, a good actor. Sure, he's funny. Sure. He's good in the um, Ocean's Ocean's Eleven movies. Yeah. I haven't really seen him in anything else other than that. I think it's Vanderbeek. Mm. Don't you dare! I think he's going. Vanderbeek's a dad of three Janine or four. Please don't say that. That's her Dawson. All right, so Varsity Blues, you can see it. It is currently streaming on Netflix, and let's uh, let's give the Wheel of Misfortune a spin. Oh boy! And, and see what what, what we'll could be it be reviewing next time? Next shall year, we? I guess. Next yeah. year, Every January of next year. Oh boy! Uh, oh. Huh? So it looks like a... Is it... Paycheck? 
asking, 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 asking right there on yeah. the deal. Yeah, 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 you guys. I'm just making sure that it's the correct pronunciation. You can't see without glasses. How, how have I known you for 20 years and I had no idea you could never <laughs> how read? How did you fucking pass the bar exam? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, so paycheck. Paycheck with uh, Ben Affleck. Ben so, Affleck, uh, my sister. He's not shy of John uh, Woo movie, right? Is it a John movies. Woo? Oh, Who did that movie? I didn't know that until now. Oh, I did not know that either. Well, I, I believe, I believe. Other doesn't it? Good, uh, so. Yeah, we'll have a good discussion Probably. with John Woo films. Which is Paycheck? What is what is this one? It's like a this is futuristic the one where thing. He, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He gets paid for like every time yeah, he... It, oh, it's based a on a Philip K. Dixon. Yes, it is. That's right, yeah. It's, what seemed like a breezy idea for an engineer to net him millions of dollars leaves him on the run for his life and PC together Why he's being chased. Mm. So, Exciting. we will leave you with that. Yeah. Until next time. You don't need to watch it for like another few months, you guys. Alright, well thank you guys for listening and until next time. Scooty booty. That's right. Later. <laughs> <laughs>